Still surviving and walking in your purpose. I'm your host, Gigi Blackshear. Our guest has an amazing story of what it means to be a fighter. Please welcome to our show, Ms. Janika Campbell. Janika, welcome to our show. Thank you. Janika, please tell our audience who is Janika Campbell and what is your survival story? Janika Campbell is, I would say, a fighter because. Life has tried to do different things to me, but I've made a choice to not only stand and continue to fight my own personal fight, but to help others fight mm. as well. Mm. That's amazing. You said it, not just for myself, but to help others. So tell us some more about this struggle that you've been in. Well, um, I guess I could say it probably started around the age of 16 and 17. Mm -hmm. I found out I was... I graduated when I was 17 years old, mm -hmm. and after graduation, about six months later, I found out I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. So immediately, all of my perfection, you know, because when you have a family that comes from different things, when they see one person excelling in the area, mm -hmm. they set a pedestal there for you. So within yourself, you, you're immediately telling yourself, I must succeed in certain right. areas. I have to accomplish this. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when you feel like what's failure happens, you kind of go into a mental shutdown space. Yeah. Like, what do you do now? And my first thought was, I can't, you know, like, doing this is not an option. Everything that, I guess I applaud women that, our team parents because mm -hmm. they made the choice to fight on with right. their mistake and I did not. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this, but that I made a decision to have an abortion at that age. So, but that's something that continued to go on with me, even with me being married with two at kids 17. now. Right. Mm -hmm. So with that, in just my whole life, I've been associated with different girls. I make jokes and I tell people, I don't think I have normal friends. Because from me being in middle school, all of my friends have at one point, they lived with us because they've mm -hmm. had family issues or different things, and I've been the go-to person for them. Okay. So you think you attract people that have dysfunction? I believe so, yes. That's a great way of putting it. I would definitely mm -hmm. say so. So let me ask you, you talked about having to have an abortion mm -hmm. um, early um, when you were 17. And you made that decision because the expectations that were set for you were already set really high right. by your family. 
yeah. by seeing other people accomplish certain things, it was put to you then that you had to do as well. Or not seeing people accomplish certain or things. Or not seeing people accomplish. By me even, you know, making it to a certain age and not becoming a victim of certain standards was mm-hmm. already a high standard. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't, because I graduated, you know, because right. I wasn't pregnant yet. So it was right. like, she doing good because she not doing any of the things that are the norm oh, or some norm of the background that I've came from. Mm-hmm. So really, you were setting the standard by the things that you had accomplished up to that point. Definitely. Okay, so after making that decision um, to not have your your baby, um, how did that affect your life going forward? I don't think I knew it affected me until until later, until I started becoming more mature, because Mm -hmm. in that moment, you know, I was saying, I'm going to school. I'm going to do. I'm going to do this, this, and this. But I think... It hit me because I knew it was an emptiness there, but I just did not know where the emptiness was where coming it came from. from. But, you know, the more I started learning myself and got a, getting away from, because you can attach yourself to different people and mm-hmm. your personality can become a part of the people that you choose to associate with. So once I stepped back and I started examining who I am and why I act the way that I act in certain situations, then I located it's an emptiness in me from some of my own mistakes that Mm. I've made. Mm. In spite of having made that decision, you were still able to go on and do good things? Definitely. um, And that's why I launched doing my nonprofit for girls because I've been there and I tell my girls Mm. that my mission and it is to teach instead of judge because sometimes when we get saved, you know, and when we have our encounter with God, we forget what we come from. We yeah, immediately yeah. we immediately go over to being judgmental. Mm. And that's the last thing that teens need because in that age, I didn't feel like I had anyone besides my friends that I can talk to about the right. mistake that I made. Mm. I couldn't say there was a responsible or an adult that I felt like I could go and talk to and that I wouldn't be judged for whatever decisions I made. Whether I made a choice to keep my child, whether I made continue to make the choice to get rid of it, I didn't have an outlook. I didn't have a person that I can go mm, to. Mm. You know, one of the things you said in making that choice, um, you didn't want to be judgmental. You didn't want to. You didn't want to, because that was something that you had done. You didn't want to be judgmental towards other people. Right. And lots of times we do that. You know, once we've come out of something, then we want to look back mm-hmm. at other people. But in making the decision to take the experience that you had, and I'm a firm believer that the things that we go through and survive, those things are not for us. Those things are for us to help in order to be a testament to the grace and mercy of God. And then he allows us to use those things, even sometimes negative, painful things, but he allows us to use those things in order to help someone else. So even though that experience was not a good experience for you, it gave you ammunition. And then you made a decision to take that and use it to help somebody else. And that's what makes a difference in the lives of others. I say the things that we go through and survive, the things that don't kill us, Mm -hmm. those things make us stronger. And the mere fact that you were able to go through that and survive meant that God was going to use that thing in order to help somebody else. See, he has a plan on a purpose for our lives that's far greater than we can even imagine. Mm -hmm. And he allows us to go through things and to experience things in order 
that we will be able to help someone else. It's just not just about us. Right. You I know? And especially when you get into a relationship with God, if he did not intend to use those things, once we accept him, he would take us on to heaven, take us home to be with him. Right. But he doesn't do that. He allows us to stay here because he knows that there are some young woman somewhere that's going through the exact same things that you went through. She doesn't know that she can survive, but she can look at you and you can tell her, I know what you're going through because I was there and this is what I did and this is what happened to me, but I was still able to have a good life. I was still able to be a blessing to somebody else. And that's when you take all those things, because life is full of bad things. Mm -hmm. Life is full of negative things. They come every day. But when you can take those negative things and turn it on its head and use it for good, that God gets the glory. So it's such a blessing to hear that you are now working with young women to make a difference in their lives. Tell us some more about your work. Well, I do volunteer. I have two I have one nonprofit, but it consists of two different things. Mm-hmm. I have Women of War, which is a volunteer-based organization. Women of War? Women of War. I love that title. Yes. and Because as I said, everything is a fight. I mean, whether you're saved or not, <laughs> whether you have mm-hmm. a relationship with God or not. And I, I Life always in and of itself people. is a battle. Exactly. Yeah. And I always share with people, I, I didn't get saved at church or, you know, with hands being laid or anything like that. My relationship with God is very personal because mm. I got saved on the floor in my apartment. Mm. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, you know, yeah. what's going on. But God, you know, God He dealt with us where we are. Right, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. I felt, I, like I said, I've always been around girls who they came to me for advice. Unfortunately, it probably was in the wrong season because I share my teens all the time. Talk to me or talk to someone who you feel comfortable with because what happens is you share a bunch of bad information with each other. Mm. My friends probably thought, you know, me talking to them was good, but I really didn't even know what I was talking about. But now I have life experiences to say, you know, different things will happen, but if you choose to fight for what you really believe you can accomplish, then you really can't do whatever you want to. I love what you said. If you choose to fight... That's making a conscious choice that you're not going to just lay down, that you're not just going to roll over, but that you're going to fight for the things that you want out of life, the things that are important to you. We know that life is a struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's full of calamity, trials, and tribulations come. That's that's a given. But to have that determination that I'm going to fight through it, I'm going to press on, and I'm going to have the life that I desire, it takes conscious decision, a conscious choice to do that. And it takes a determination and it takes courage. And it sounds like you have had all of those things. Janika, thank you so much for sharing your story with our audience. We're going to come back in just a few moments and give you an opportunity to tell us what's next. Okay. We'll be back in just a few moments with more from Janika Campbell. Welcome back to our show. Janika, tell us some more about your organization. Well, I told you that we have a Women of War, which is a volunteer-based organization where we deal with giving back to any area that supports women and children. So we volunteer our services as well as host events. But this year we launched GWAP, which is Girls with Authority, Wisdom, and Power. It's a teenage Say that group. Again. 
it's GWAP, which is what my team used the acronym for it. They came up with it, but the mm -hmm. name of the organization is Girls with Wisdom, Power, and Authority. I like that. Girls with Wisdom, Power, and Authority. Correct. I love it. I love it. Okay, so tell us what's next for um, Janika Campbell. What's next is pushing more focus towards the team portion of our nonprofit because I feel that, um, as you know, with the media, it's just so much going on with our girls. And it can become disheartening when your passion is to help them to yes. see, you know, when you cut on the news and girls are, you know, just behaving completely different from what the norm is for young ladies. Mm. But it's easy to say, you know, what's going on with our girls and do nothing about it. Right. So this era of our organization, we want to push more things to get to the root of why they're reacting the way they are. Because what it is, is it's something deeper than what the outlook is. There's you know, it's cause. something that led up to them to be fighting each other. It's something mm -hmm. that led up to the social media bullying. So mm -hmm. what is it? What is it that they're needing to be filled? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what our, we're going to try to give that to them through doing, you know, different workshops, workshops. and things of that nature. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, it sounds like you have a wonderful organization and just your desire to help young people. It blesses my heart and I'm sure it blesses our audience. So tell us how we can get in touch with you if someone wants more information about your organization, if they'd like to participate or if they'd like to join. Definitely. We're on Facebook um, under Janika Campbell, as well as our, we have a page which is WOW Inc. It's the acronym for Women of War. So they can find us there and request any information via inboxing us. Janika, thank you so much for sharing your information and sharing your story with our, with our audience. We know that it is going to bless someone. Next, we'll hear from certified life coach LaRonda Howard with some additional resources. We're back with Certified Life Coach LaRonda Howard. LaRonda, welcome back to our show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. LaRonda, after listening to Janika's story, are there some resources that you would like to provide for our listeners that may be able to may be helpful to them? Sure. When she talked about her story of, of abortion, I can definitely relate to it as someone that had an abortion myself. And the first agency that I can think of is First Coast Women's Services mm -hmm. um, that have a lot of services that help individuals first they of course they want to prevent those that's considering abortion mm -hmm. um, but if you you know have already done so then they have counselors on staff that will help them through that recovery because as she mentioned it it, it turns your life upside down you may not mm -hmm. recognize it at first but when you do come to that point it's like wow I really need some help those individuals can really help you through that process um, uh, if you had had an abortion. So I don't know any, any other resources, but I definitely know First Coast Women's Services. Mm -hmm. um, you can Google them on uh, Google them um, and find out their contact information. And that counseling piece is important. Yes, very important. Because just that having to do, having to have an abortion, yes. even if it doesn't play out at that particular mm -hmm. moment, definitely. it may very well surface somewhere later in mm -hmm. your life. Yes. Because that's, that's a big decision. I it mean, is. That's, and at times a traumatic decision, yes. and I'm sure, especially as a young woman, mm -hmm. to have to make that kind of decision yes. um, would have some kind of effect on your life definitely, going forward. Definitely. Now she talked about a lot of things. One of the things that she talked about was expectations. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. um, because she had done well in her life, you know, mm -hmm. the bar was set That's for her it. to continue to do great things. Mm -hmm. And she saw that this pregnancy would have been taking her in her life in another direction. Mm -hmm. So she made a conscious decision mm -hmm. that that was not the path that she was yes. going to take, that she was going to continue to do the things. Mm -hmm. But the blessing is that she turned that into something that she could use Definitely. to help other women. Yes, And that's important, all of the experiences that we have, that we turn those experiences, mm -hmm. even the negative ones, can be turned mm -hmm. into something yeah. good. And I can definitely, I was like, you know, hearing her story just reminded me of my own. As I, when I had my abortion, you know, the feeling that you have, you don't realize where that emptiness is coming from, as you mentioned, but sooner or later you realize, wow, that was That's the moment much. when my life truly changed. And like she mentioned, you know, feeling like you're putting, you having to be put on a pedestal and having to do everything right. And when you, when that moment comes, you're like, oh gosh, I cannot allow it to change the direction of where my, I think my life should be going. So, you know, um, you know, in the work that I do as a life coach, certified life coach, I, I'm still, you know, able to coach individuals as well that have been through those experiences, haven't forgiven themselves. And so I think it's very powerful and I'm just grateful that, you know, she's able to be transparent about it. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us, you know, have been through it and, you know, mm -hmm. I've come through with so many women as I share my story that can relate and I can, and we can set each other free from that feeling like, wow, I didn't do uh, why did I do that? You know, we look back on hindsight. I could have worked through that season of my life, but again, realizing that we can move forward from it. And, and I like what something. you said, that mm -hmm. transparency. Exactly. Because that transparency can yes. help us to reach others. Yes. And that's what it's about. Yes. It's not just about us, exactly. but it's about being able to help someone else. Definitely. So she had a very powerful mm -hmm. testimony. And is doing great work. Yes, using in it, the lives of paying it forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and paying it forward. Mm -hmm. Coach Howard, thank mm -hmm. you so thank much you. for coming on our show. You. Thank you. I'll be back in just a moment with some closing thoughts. After listening to Jamika's story, we know that life is full with all kinds of circumstances and situations and expectations. Sometimes expectations that are put on us by others, sometimes the expectations we have put on ourselves. In any circumstance or situation where you find yourself having to make a choice or having to make a decision, just know that no matter what you choose, whatever choice you make, whatever direction you go in, that you can still survive and you can still thrive. Janika was able to take her life and use all of those circumstances and situations in order to help other women much like herself. So just know that you can survive and you can thrive. Thank you for watching our show.